Hello out there. This is the Nate Larson Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in this week. This week we have the second of our two-part interview with vocal coach to the stars, Rob. Um, we get into some fun topics and how to take care of your voice and great things this week. So singers out there, listen up. Um, I'm also going to play some music from various artists he is currently working with and works with and, you know, his list of credits is a mile long um, and it's, it's, it was fun to go back and uh, pick some songs from some of his clients on the show. So we're going to play that um, in the middle of the interview and I hope you enjoy it. because they say, this is kind of a segue, where they say, Nate, you have a giant head, not unlike O.J. Simpson. And I say, and I say to them, <laughs> well, that might be true, but the biggest headed person I know is Rob. And I'm, remi <laughs> I'm reminded when we were in the studio, and I think we were watching the, the MTV Movie Awards, and... Yeah. We, you were doing, we were joking around, and I put your hat on, and to this day, it is the yeah. only hat I put on that was big on me. <laughs> I told you, man, I got a, I got a pretty, pretty solid head. Yeah, I'm having that same conversation with another client that think their head is bigger than mine. I'm like, it's not, trust me. <laughs> yes. Now, I, I probably have the only head that puts stretch marks on baseball caps. Uh, now, I don't... I don't actually wear a lot of hats because I look, I look like one of Jerry's kids. Um, I look like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, look, I look like I, I, something's wrong with me, and you know. So I, 
I, my, you know, like Paul Mooney said, my ears are too sharp, so I, I don't actually wear a lot of hats. But <laughs> okay. luckily, uh, you have a good head shape for hats. Yeah, so. thank you. <laughs> so um, now, I, I want to talk to you too. You've had a pretty major, um, uh, really turned your health around. And for the listeners at home that are saying, "Oh, I need to get together. I need to put the cookies away. Ben and Jerry's is my." my favorite guy. Um, yeah. What, what was your journey with that? Because you've really uh, had a really substantial life change, I'll say. And, you know, yeah. uh, a lot of people I know are, are, are doing that or on the verge of it. And, and what, was your, what was your journey? Well, my thing is with the weight, I mean, we all have struggles. Some people struggle with alcohol. I don't because I don't drink. Some people smoke, have um, challenges with smoking cigarettes, weed, or whatever. I don't because I don't smoke. I have uh, some people like take pills. I take vitamins, and I gag on those. So I don't really care for that, only when I have to take them, right? Yes. But my vice is sweets. I love sweets, man. And I had picked up some weight. I had, um, in 2004, I almost died because I thought I had food poisoning when it was actually my appendix had burst. And so I had to get like 20-something staples to sew my stomach and my navel, my belly button back up together. And I had gained weight after that, which gained a lot of scar tissue and fat around the scars of that. So that's the hardest thing to get off. But I had went in for a checkup one year because I had I kept waking up in night, waking up in the middle of the night with uh, cold sweats or night sweats, heart palpitations and all that stuff. And I went and got checked, and they tried to put me on heart um, blood pressure medication. Um, they said I'm, I was a walking heart attack, and all these bad things. That I was a point away from being type two diabetic. It was it was bad, man. And I had a little girl, and her name is Lola. And she means the world to me, like the rest of my daughters do. But it would be unfair if I could have done something about it, if I died and could have done something about it. And at that point, I started doing this lifestyle change. And then I talked to God about it. And he was like, just post everything. Post my journey. And believe it or not, every time I post, I post what I ate. I post my workout, I post everything, and it was inspiring a lot of other people, believe it or not, to do the same. And I had dropped 70 pounds. I went back in a year later, and they were reading the charts like, what did you do? How did you turn this thing around? I was like, I stopped eating sweets. And my body loves it. It holds on to it. And if I cut it completely out of my diet, I drop weight so fast. As long as I'm, I'm working out. So no breads, no starches, no pasta, no rice. And you'll be surprised how much sugar is in everything here in America. Like uh, outside of America, high fructose corn syrup is illegal. It's against the law to have it. Yeah. In foods. Yeah. So I don't know why the FDA clears a lot of that stuff that's bad for you. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it, that's really, it, it is interesting, some of the things that are illegal in uh, other countries yeah. that... You know, the FDA kind of, not to get political or anything, but, the, you know, the FDA kind of, uh, there's, there's certain lobbies and things that um, I think keep things legal longer than they should, where, you know, like that's really, that's really great. You know, for the listeners at home, that's great advice because that's something anybody can start with if you just cut the, the carbs and the sweet and the sugar and the sweets out. Yeah. That's not, yeah. And that's then not I just crazy. Started getting- yeah, then I just started walking for like 30 minutes a day. And then I noticed after a while, I wasn't breaking a sweat. Then I went from 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Then I started breaking a sweat. And then after that got easier, I went back to 30 minutes. And then I was like, okay, well, what if I walk for three minutes and then jog for two minutes? And then I started breaking the sweat. And then until my body got used to that, and then I moved it up to 45 minutes or to an hour. Then I started adding more intense training to it and then it started it started change my body started changing yeah, like immediately and and that made me happy yeah very happy that's, that's i feel like fantastic. i added more years to my life yeah that's, that's amazing yeah because i mean you want to be around for your family and you know i, yeah. think, I think a lot Another of people one. struggle but that's that's great to hear we the best music dj Khaled. i don't know if you can 
jacket. it. No, you wanna see me naked, naked, naked. I wanna be a baby, baby, baby. Spinning in his wedges like he came from Maytag. Rock a wrist on the brown liquor. When I get like this, I can't be around you. I'm too lit to dim down and notch. Cause I can into things that I'm gon' do. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 thoughts. Wow, wow. You know this cookies for the bag. Kitty, kitty, baby, get her things to rest. Like, 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 like the 68 Jets. Diamonds and nothing when I'm rocking with you. Diamonds and nothing when I'm shining with you. Just keep it white and black as if I'm your sister. I'm too hip to hop around, time to hit with you. I know I get wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 thoughts. Wow, wow. I heard it got these up going crazy. Yeah, I treat you like a lady, lady. Till you burned out cremation. Make it create Wu-Tang. Throw that back bouquet. Call me and I can get it you say. I can tell you gone off the door. Careful mama, why what you say? You talking to me like a new babe. You talking like you trying to do things. Now that pipe got her running like she Usain, baby. You made me drown in it, ooh, touche, baby. I'm carrying that water, Bobby Boucher, baby. And you know I'm a slaughter like I'm Jason. Busted, why you got it on safety? Why go away, sit on brown I probably shouldn't be around you. Cause you get wild, wild, wild. You looking like it's nothing that you won't do. What you won't do. Hey, girl, that's when I told you. When I was you, all I get is wild thoughts. Wow, wow. Wow, 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 thoughts. Wow, wow, wow. When I was you, all I get is wild thoughts. Wow, wow, wow. When I was you, all I get is wild thoughts. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. When I was you, all I get is synonymous that people that love food um love music love food there's some musicality about food that uh i think the synapses in the brain tie together because i mean i i love food and love uh, being from the south <laughs> especially you know yeah yeah and it's not hard to do if you're working in the studio i mean think about how many times we would eat you would come in the studio like nine ten o'clock in the morning warm up and then we'll start cutting or writing then there was lunch and then we would order dinner, and then sometimes we would have a late night snack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or have snacks there that we could and go in there and munch on. And you're constantly eating in a creative environment. Some people are constantly smoking and eating in a creative environment. And so drinking. It just all <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So it just yeah. all depends what your vice is. But for me, you know, I just, I just know that that's not what my body needs in order for me to be around here a little longer. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Right, and that's, I think that's why you have had longevity, because you, you, you don't let those... I mean, can we talk about how how bad smoking is for the vocal cords for the singers and rappers? Okay, listening? so, all right, so you think of it like this. All right, when you burn toast in the house, yeah, who does not, first of all, put the toast out? Yeah, so it don't catch fire. But the first thing you do is go and open all the doors, all the windows, because the smoke 
it stings and irritates the crap out of the vocal cords. Anything smoke-wise gets right on the vocal cords. I don't care what people say. Right. It irritates the false cords, the arytenoids, the pharynx. It, does, it messes with all of that. And it goes from pink to a red color, just like the same thing with reflux would do to the vocal cords. Right? So in that case, if you're smoking weed, it's going to dry the, dry the voice out. You smoke a cigarette, it's going to dry the voice out. And one of the ingredients that cigarettes have in it is a muscle relaxer. What does muscle relaxers do? They, 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 they cause your body to calm down. But what it does to the vocal folds, it causes the vocal cords to slow down. So let's say, for instance, if you're used to driving when it says the speed limit is 70 miles an hour, but your, your car can only do 35 miles an hour with the pedal to the metal, that's what it's like, you know, if you're smoking wow. cigarettes. Wow. And, and then you got to be really careful because if the cords are really dry, and then you sing with a heavy chest voice. Now your, your vocal folds are doing violent collisions with each other. Therefore, you get nodules, soft nodules. You know, soft nodules can turn into a polyp, a blood sac. You know, a vessel that leads to a sac that fills up with blood. Then you're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of different things you got to just really be smart about being a vocalist. And a lot of times, if you think of athletes, yes, singers are athletes. You know, my partner, she did like a... a, a she, drew, she pulled, like, the raw audio from one of our clients, and she just tested, ran just the regular vocal. Through the, he had, like, like some two million um, vocal collisions in one show. Wow. I mean, like that. And that's just one person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I, don't, I don't know how people, uh, like Bruce Springsteen or these people that do the three, or Prince did it, where it's, like, the three-hour shows, and they're, yeah. they really got that's what That's what Dave does. Yeah. Dave does yeah, three he hours. Does. Yeah. Two and a half, three hours. And sometimes two, three in a row. You know what I'm saying? So there are artists that still do that, that are capable of doing it, but you have to train your voice. You cannot neglect that instrument, even though, although it's one of the most neglected instruments in the game. Just because you sing doesn't mean that you're warming up correctly. Some people think, I'm going to sing three songs and that's going to warm my voice up. No, it's not the same. Warming up and training your voice are, are different as well. Even though you might do some similar exercises, but the focus is different. You know what I'm saying? Imagine what it was like when, I was, when we was working together and I would do the same thing with you. If you had to warm up for a show, that was to get your voice stretched out so you can go in and perform freely. Now, a training session, when you leave those, it takes the voice a minute to settle down because I'm constantly pushing it. I'm fixing areas where there's a lot of tension in the voice, where there's where areas where you're having a hard time accessing certain notes, although you sing higher than that area. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the training does. It helps build strength, stamina, endurance, all that other good stuff. I need, 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 I need,
got the fetish, you got the problem. Now it's a problem. Oh no. Bother me, why you bother me? Why you bother me? Last time I checked, you were the one that left me in a rush. Me in a mess. You all are like my side. Listeners out there, and they say, I want to be former and artist. Take care of yourself, you know. Uh, Get a voice coach. Yes, please, because uh, I will say this. There's there's a myth that I want to squash right now, which is I want to keep my um, uniqueness as an artist, and I don't need a vocal coach. And let me just say this. Vocal coaches, not unlike being an actor and an acting coach, uh, will only make you better if they are qualified so yeah so yeah and you're right here's the difference between those two right so if you are pursuing it make sure you're working with a coach that understands not only the anatomy of the voice but respects your goals and your artistry if you're a dope artist already listen you know focus on that and then focus on giving them the skills and the tools to help them endure you know what I'm saying? Them and their artistry, their style, basically. So a lot of times you'll have coaches that'll come in and try and get the singer to sing like how they sing. That's a bad move. Yes. It really is every time. Because they, along with them teaching them how to sing like them, they're teaching them their bad habits that they may not even have. You know what I'm saying? So wow. you got to be really careful with that. Absolutely. Yeah, so I, I would tell anybody... Um, it can only help, and, and, and not probably like a therapist, you can tell right away if, if they are qualified or not. Um, yeah. Uh, so please, singers, take care of yourself. Uh, now, do you, I, this is, just popped in my head, do you have any clients that vape? You know what? I don't. Because in the beginning, in the beginning when vapes became, became so popular, I'm like, what's the difference between that and just regular cigarette smoke? Well, humidifiers, some humidifiers can break the particles down, you know, where to lubricate um, externally the vocal folds as far as hydration, along with drinking water, which hydrates internally, right? Right. So with cigarettes, I told you that dried out. But when you're vaping, those are oils. That stuff is getting into your lungs. Mm. And it's caffeine, so what's the difference? You might as well just smoke a cigarette. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm not a fan of either of them. And then the tests weren't coming back. You know, the tests, it wasn't enough data back data back then to actually say what are the actual effects of it. Now we're starting to see it. You know what I'm saying? Ten years later. Yes. So I, I don't like it. Yeah. Anything that you got to inhale, if it ain't just a regular humidifier, an Ombron humidifier, the hydrate your corpse. Yeah. Don't don't do that to yourself. 
Right. Because all it takes is a small, uh, a small, you yelling at somebody or raising your voice, that, and then you being extremely vascular, meaning the, the the blood is really thin, you know what I'm saying, and the mucous membranes that protect the vocal folds are completely dried out. It don't take much for you to hemorrhage, you wow. know, or to strain your voice. It doesn't take much, you know. So I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of steroids either. Like a lot of people are quick to get steroids. Shot. And that's a false sense that everything is okay. It's just like driving a Lamborghini that costs uh, three, four hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Or a Bugatti that costs like a million. Or if you get the newest one, that's eighteen million dollars on fixer flat tires or Maypop tires. Yeah, man, you don't want to blow the tires on that. Why would you want to do that to your voice? Right. Because so the the payoff. I mean, the, you're gonna wind up doing more damage in the long run than the short term. Now, if you have laryngitis, you know what I'm saying, and you can catch it in the beginning, and you got some days off, you might want to do a steroid shot in the butt. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or they have the pack where it says take seven these days, six the next day, five, four, three, two, one. And then the voice will slowly come back, you know, or rapidly come back in that particular instance. You know, because normally laryngitis, once it gets to, to that point, it takes about a week to two weeks before you get the full run range of your your singing voice back yeah so in that case i would be like okay well we ain't got no choice based on what the doctor was saying and i only deal with doctors that strictly deal with singers that's it now those are ear nose and throat doctors that strictly deal with vocalists touring professional vocalists and although every every ent may be qualified to deal with certain things with the voice but most of those ents that don't work with singers are You love me and I let you in Made me feel like I was born again You empowered me, you made me strong Built me up and I could do no wrong I let down my guard, I fell into your arms Forgot who I was, I didn't hear the alarms Now I'm down on my knees, alone in the dark I was blind to your game, you fired a shot in my heart
tell you the effects of steroids. Steroids stays in your body, in your system, six to six months to a year. And it, it, it causes you to be really anxious and agitated really easy. It messes with your bone density, causes you to gain weight, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, you got to be really, really careful with that. So I'm not a fan of steroids right. at all. That's, that's good to know because I know, you know, uh, when I first started uh, working with you, um, I remember I had a, and this was not, this listeners, this had nothing to do with Rob helping me or I think I, I just, I, I was blowing a lot of air on the last day um, mm-hmm. just because I was still learning to sing. And when I got back to Orlando, um, I noticed something was wrong. So I went to, I went to one ENT and like you said, they did not work with singers. So weren't yeah. helpful. I went to another ENT that I had heard about who, um, you know, when, when artists would come into town like Dave or Britney Spears or uh, Justin, they would he they would go to him and he was like the guy and he said, oh, uh, they put a scope down my throat and it was just a, a, one of the vocal cords was kind of sitting a little too high and they, they gave me steroids but that was only, um, like you said, I had some a few days off, and I went right back yeah. after that. Yeah. Yeah, but for, um, and they, they'll do that to reduce swelling a lot of times. But once again, that stuff stays in your system six months to a year. And the best remedy for that is to get with a dope coach that knows what they're doing, and that's there to serve you as the artist, meaning by any means necessary, not by any means, but having the knowledge and the skills to be able to help the artist out. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I've had singers that have gotten in trouble vocally. You know, we haven't either worked together for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And they think, okay. Or sometimes an artist be like, yo, I'm good. I got these tapes. Not realizing that the voice is a constant moving target. It is. And with it being a moving target, you have to sometimes change up your plan. You know, so from day to day, sorry about that. From day to day, I'm not sure what voice I'm going to get. I hope I get a I get a voice that I can really balance out really easy. And a lot of times, all it takes is getting with a, um, having a personal trainer for the artist that has a, that has um, nutrition background, you know, all of that stuff, and we can tag team and work it together. And normally, I would rather the artist start out with them first, you know, the trainer, right? Because if they do that, I get the results that I need to be able to balance out the voice a lot quicker. So if they've added cardio, which I recommend cardio every day before I do the first workout, and that helps get the lungs wide open, get them nice and hydrated. And then by the time I get in and do the first warm-up, yeah, that voice is normally balancing out pretty easily, especially if they weren't partying or doing, you know, being extra the night before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember, and, and I think I think it's a true story, um, uh, maybe exaggerated, I'm not sure, but, you know, Matthew Knowles tells that story of having Destiny's Child run and sing, and I think it was in heels, that sounds about right, um, and yeah. so that's kind of the same thing, where you want to get your cardiovascular endurance up, so that, because you're going to be dancing and singing, and, and I will yeah. say... Uh, a lot of the techniques you taught me when I am on stage, and let's let's say, listener, something goes wrong. I've been on stage that I thought was a stage that turned out to be two folding tables pushed together, and <laughs> and with a sheet on it. And when when it starts to go down, well, your heart rate's going to go up a little faster than it normally would while you're performing, and it helps to yeah. be on stage because I mean, helps to be in shape because you can overcome yeah. that. You won't miss the beat. Yeah, absolutely. And you won't panic. You know right. what I mean? There have been instances, you can pull up videos of Beyonce falling and still singing and get right back up. You can just tell based on some of that stuff that what her father taught her, although I don't work with her. But you can kind of tell, you know what I'm saying? Like when I work with Justin, who sings and dances two and a half hours uh, from one end of the arena to the back of the arena, you know what I'm saying, throughout the show, you know what I'm saying, all night long. And he's singing live. That's important for me. You know, I'm proud of that. I'm proud that he's the kind of artist that wants to do that night after night, that wants to be live. You know, he's not going to put nothing in the box.
but you ain't looking at no other dudes Cause you love me I'm sorry, baby so you think about a chance You find yourself trying to do my dance Maybe because you love me mm. You're doing well So then we tried So then us love now Because you weren't used to how fast we touched <laughs> We touched Then we liked eyes And I knew I wasn't there And I was gonna tell your ass off I know that I'm carrying on, never mind if I'm showing off. I was just from you know I want to bend. I'm ready to bend it all, unless you don't care at all. But you know I want to, you should stop front, babe. I'm trying to be the best girlfriend you could be. Still you sneak and look at me, and girl, I love it. Tell her you gon' call her ask how it was And she's gon' love it Whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah So then we tried And I slow down because you weren't used to how fast we touched <laughs> We touched Then we liked eyes And I knew I wasn't there And I was gon' tell your ass up I know that I'm carrying on Never mind if I'm showing Gospel singers, you, you there is no track. You have to be uh, spectacular yeah. and sing live and uh, bring it. So that's that's, that's my right. that's my um, litmus test for a good singer. And it and it really doesn't matter. I'm sure you'll agree uh, what genre it is. Um, yeah. Well, I tell you what, man. I, after doing a lot of research and stuff like that, you know, I was raised in the church, and and. And my respect for gospel singers are on such a high level. But when I go in and I work with some gospel singers, they're like, oh, my gosh, I've been singing all day. I'm like, okay, how long was your set? Now, mind you, they know I go to church. Right. And depending on if you go to some of the uh, production churches, what I mean by, you know, the televangelists, the ones that sing and, you know, and, and the worship ministry, you're going to sing the song for five minutes and that's it. You know, and then we got to get to the word, you know, and it's based on time. It's like the television shows are. And when I work with some of them, I'm like, you shouldn't be dealing with these kind of issues because you're really not singing more than 20 minutes when you think about it. Right. You know, I'm thinking when you really think about it and you're singing in the choir or on the praise team, even the lead vocalists, you know, although they may be singing a lot per se in their mind, 
But they're set. You think about it. That when you come out, they do the, the songs, the praise and worship. That, that normally lasts 15, maybe 20 minutes. You know, including the offering song, if they don't take offering after the worship. And I'm not saying it just to break it down or say that they're not strong. But a lot of times, they forget that a lot of these artists that are out there doing a 90-minute set night after night, that how strenuous it could be because a lot of them haven't done that themselves. You know, they think, okay, yo, I'm in the church. I can sing for like nine, you know, sing for 30 minutes. Or I did three services. Yeah, but you're not singing them back to back to back to back to back. Right. Back. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's a bit, it's definitely a bigger workload when you think about it. And I, I love too, I, you, you definitely are thinking of it almost like a general in a war. Because <laughs> you're, thinking, you're thinking time, you're thinking strategy. I, I don't yeah. think people realize how much, um, almost, I, I get uh, like an Obi-Wan Kenobi style Jedi uh, that goes into <laughs> the planning yeah. of, of, of training these artists, right? Oh, yeah. Well, Robbie, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole lot. Like I just did um, Sunday's Bed. You know, got to work with the, the singers in the house band with Adam Blackstone, my partner. And um, also got to work with some of the singers on the show, which was a lot of fun. And it's going to be a great season, not just because I worked on it, but the caliber of talent from the gospel side of things is it's mind-blowing for me. It is. Just to kind of see that kind of caliber of talent. You know, and then just like any of these reality shows, television shows, the workload is insane trying to remain healthy, trying to eat, sleep without, be, you know, knowing that that's an extremely stressful environment because you want to be your best in front of millions of people watching on TV. You know what I'm saying? And you don't get a chance to stop. And then when you make a mistake and go back and fix it, you have to kill it night after night. So it's a lot of pressure in those kind of competitions. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I was blessed to be able to do that this season. And um, hopefully I get another opportunity next year. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's amazing. Well, Rob, yeah. thank you, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm actually going to make this uh, this uh, a two-parter, I think. Um, okay. So we're going to have a uh, a great two weeks, and I'm going to play <laughs> I'm going to play some of the music we worked on, and then I'm going to also play cool. um, some of your music as well. Um, okay. Let everybody know um, if, if there's anything you want to plug or promote, real quick. Okay. Cool. Well. Um <laughs> I'm really not good at that. <laughs> but um, if you're if you're a singer, really get it. Study the greats. You know, don't just study the people that are in your box of favorite singers. Go outside that box because there are a lot of other successful singers that are in the industry that you know you should respect what they they're doing, and it'll only help you be better in your own craft. Like a lot of times, people are like yo, I want to get a deal, want to get a deal, but don't want to put in the work to get it done. You know, so I challenge all you young artists to look up Billie Eilish. See how she did it. Her and her brother in their bedroom producing their own stuff. They don't have to go and use these lavish studios and spend all this money that they didn't have just to try and fall out to make a difference or to look like they were doing something. Man, that kid's got over 9 billion streams or views just on YouTube alone. Every label wants to sign. And it's like, why? Why should you even try and sign with anybody at this point? So look at those things. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Follow people or look at people that will inspire you to be great. And you can do that. That's awesome. You can also follow me on um, Instagram, Robert Rob. That's Robert and then Rob, R-A-A-B together on Instagram. You know, I, I handle my Instagram. Yeah. Now, if you send me something crazy or anything negative, I do hit the eject button without even questioning questioning it i will delete you quickly <laughs> so it's all about positive energy yeah so you got some positive say say it if you don't don't say it at all if you do you will be ejected quickly no if ands or buts about it but yes. thank you guys and i am i don't just work with a-list clients i still love to work with the new inspiring clients and i take all this information that i've learned from working with a-list celebrities or platinum diamond whatever you want to call them celebrities and i'm able to take all that information and pour it into new artists so yeah so i am reachable all right well, thank you and so you much can follow me my website is kamad productions k-i-m-a-d productions.com all right thank you nate thank you rob
Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, this was a really fun uh, two episodes to do with Rob. Thank you for listening, you guys. Um, please go to my website, natelarsonmusic.com, to see links to all my streaming sites. And 
as well as my social media links. And please continue to submit your music to me at natelarson87 at gmail.com. I love getting new music from you guys each week. And next week I will play some of those submissions. Thank you guys so much. Have a great, great week.